0: To have you bill michaels show on this uh tuesday the 22nd of august i'm bill michaels grant bills producing the program and uh today we got a lot we had uh zach for those that are just joining us on the network we had zach halpern on in the uh in the last hour talked to him a little bit about the excitement inside the locker room inside Camp Randall as opposed to the pandemonium that's outside and talk to him a little bit about that. And uh, also coming up in this hour, we're going to talk with Dan Miller, the voice of the Detroit lions, the lions picked by many to win the division. So uh, we'll see uh, what he thinks of the pressure that is being heaped upon the lions that have been kind of a punchline for a long time in the NFC. We'll now see if uh, they are ready ready to withstand the test. So we'll talk with him coming up at the bottom of the hour. About an hour and a half from now, Chuck Freeman is going to be joining us from the Locked On Brewers podcast. We'll chat with him about this Brewers team. And the Brewers back at it tonight, taking on the Minnesota Twins at American Family Field, a quick two-game series. They played tomorrow afternoon as well. And it is, uh, will the real Brewers please stand up? We'll talk with Chuck about that coming up a little bit later on also. For those that are just joining us, we got off to a fast and furious start today. Uh, today is the, uh, is the day before, we'll say, when uh, all the heat and such has been predicted and uh, the end of the world is coming. We're all going to burst into flames tomorrow. So I have made the strong determination of the effort to the heat. And tomorrow's show is going to be outside. It's going to be at the Tiki Bar. We're even going to grill. We're going to grill tomorrow. We're going to have a, a, a movable camera. So if you've never watched the program, tomorrow's the day to watch the program. Go to YouTube, subscribe to us. It'll pop up when we go on the air, but uh, we're going to do that tomorrow. We're going to going to do everything uh, from outside at the Tiki Bar uh, coming up tomorrow on the program. I, I got to be honest, uh, during the break, the last two breaks, um, and it's it takes a little doing because I am my own roadie here uh, because I, I it's the Bill Michael show. We don't have, you know, Grant and I don't have 10,000 staff like some of these other shows do. We don't have four producers. And. Six interns and people running around, you know, to do everything but wipe our butts. So it's just us. And so during the uh, during the break, I thought, you know what, we'll 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 take a camera outside. And we uh, I've been running in and out trying to put the cameras outside and run the cabling for because it's easy to run the cabling when you're outside. But when you're outside and you're, you know, 50 feet, 60 feet away, and then you've got to run enough cabling and cords and television camera stuff up to the system up here, I'm not quite done yet, but hopefully by the end of the next break, I'll be ready to go so we can put the camera on the tiki bar to say, that's where we're going to be tomorrow. So I've been doing that. So if I'm a little out of breath, uh, Grant, that's the reason why. Just there, so you know.
1: There have been times where we've started segments, and I could tell it, it sounded like you just ran back to the the studio. Yes. And I'm like, what is Bill? doing on these commercial
0: breaks. Yeah, I, uh, I, the, (laughs) there are times where I, now for those that don't know, I, I do the show here in in my studio in the house and I have gotten to the point where during commercial breaks, if I don't have like work that I have to do or an email that I have to send, I'm trying to walk and you've seen my house, uh, Grant. So you kind of know the, the layout. So I walk the stairs, I go down to the great room, I walk, I walk around the house, I'll zip around. What happens is uh, I get outside or I get into something and I'll start thinking about it. And I'm very much like a squirrel. I'll just suddenly see the shiny object and I'll be like, oh, and all of a sudden I go, holy crap, I got to go, I got to get back on the air. And so I have to sprint from wherever I'm at, through the house, up the stairs, and (laughs) into the studio. So there have been times where I've kind of forgot that I'm on the air, that I'm working when I get caught up in stuff. I was actually, uh, I'll tell you a quick story. It was uh, about a week ago. Um, I have not had to cut my grass hardly at all. I'm sure many of you are probably in the same boat where you just, you haven't had to cut it unless you water it. And what is overtaking my lawn is crabgrass as opposed to just regular green grass. And so I was out looking at the crabgrass the other day. And as I was doing that, I was walking towards the back portion of my yard, and I I looked at my shed, and I'm like, my God, my shed's been overtaken by, like, this tree. And then I realized it's not a tree, it's a weed that has grown for, I guess, years that I never paid attention to. And now the the weed is, like, i got to cut it down, this weed, with, like, a, like a, 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 a saw. I can't just snip it it's huge it's thick it's like two inches thick at its base and so i i was <laughs> snipping this weed and battling this weed and mfing this weed outside I'm like ah, damn it you, son of a-, you know and i'm trying to pull this weed out and i went oh crap i gotta get on the air and so i came running back in and i was out of breath so those are the weird things that happen actually during the show sometimes you just you know I used to do that when I was uh, working in the office building every day. And then you'd get down the hall and one of the salespeople would start talking to you. And you'd start conversing and coming up with ideas and marketing things. And all of a sudden you go, oh, crap. You could hear the music playing, you know, and you're like, oh, my God, I'm back in the air. So anyway, that's it. <sighs> that's my day. It's kind of the things we do. Now you get a really kind of a weird hint as behind the scenes as to what goes on here. Uh, Grant. So if we were even in the same room every day, half the time during the commercial break, I'm not in the same room. I just, I wonder. You got to get up and walk. Otherwise, you go nuts because you're sitting in the same room in front of the same microphone all day. Exactly. 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 877 867 1670. 877 867 1670. Hit us up on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels, and at Wisco Grant. You can find Grant over there. You can find us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show. Uh, Instagram, simply The Bill Michaels Show, as many have uh, followed us on Instagram as well. So I appreciate that. Uh, YouTube, again, if you're going to watch the show ever, Tomorrow's the day to do it. We're going to have fun. Um, and, and it appears that Grant, I have roped Grant into swinging by the house early tomorrow in the first maybe segment of the show. Going to do a little grilling out uh, and grubbing down before we, uh, before he takes off to go to the Brewers game tomorrow. So we got that going on. Uh, also, you can email the program, thebillmichaels at gmail.com, thebillmichaels at gmail.com, thebillmichaels.com is the website. And The Zone Madison, W-O-Z-N, The Zone Madison. That's the app, and you can find us there and always listen to us anywhere and everywhere after the fact on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts as well. It was really cool. Yesterday I was out um, – speaking of that, I was out uh, driving the motorcycle ride yesterday because there's some construction that's popped up, so I had to change the route. And I pulled into um, one of the quick trips down in I – I guess that area would be considered like Wind Lake in that area. And there was a gentleman in the car next to me, and we've been off the air for a while. Uh, it was probably about 4 o'clock yesterday afternoon. We've been off the air for a while, and he's listening to the show, which was kind of cool. I mean, I didn't say anything, but it's just I could hear it and knew it was us, and it was pretty cool. So take us anywhere and everywhere. Always good stuff. Um, the, uh, Jason says the Chicago Bears having issues at the offensive line left tackle specifically right now. Uh, we are going to get somebody from Chicago on with us, uh, hopefully here relatively soon. But whether it's Brad Biggs or somebody else, Brad Biggs, uh, I, as a matter of fact, I, uh, a buddy of his was the cigar rep that was with us in Eau Claire the other night at the uh, in Chippewa Falls at the Wasota High Shore Supper Club. So he said Brad would be happy to come on the program. So we're going to talk to Brad hopefully soon. We'll also touch base just before the season gets underway uh, with uh, maybe Mark Grody. Uh, down there, who's a Sy- Bears silent reporter, but uh, the Bears' protection of Justin Fields was something that was uh, top of mind going into the offseason, and they have not had a ton of success at it as of yet. However, they do have decent, not great, but decent weapons to throw to. So, I'm, you know, regardless of protection, uh, unless it continuously breaks down and it's just awful, um, I'm going to be really... Uh, focused on Justin fields in the pocket as a quarterback, not as a runner, but in the pocket as a quarterback, so that would be um, that would be that would be fun uh, to to kind of watch and see if he 's able to just stand there, stand tall, deliver the football with authority, put it into windows because if he does that, then the lanes for him to run are going to be wide open wide open because right now you're concentrating on on him as an athletic runner and if as a runner you focus on that and take that away and force him to throw the football until he proves he can deliver the football continuously he is always going to have pressure so the only way to take the pressure off of yourself is to deliver the football so we'll see how that uh, the line plays down in uh, chicago uh stacy has a good idea have everybody drop off a bottle of booze tomorrow for the fisher house golf outing and then they get to stay for the show that's not a bad idea for everybody that comes to the house and brings a bottle of booze tomorrow for the fisher house golf outing in a week (laughs) you get to you get to eat hang out with us a little bit have a beverage and watch the show outside tomorrow in the sweltering heat that's not a bad way to go um the uh, This is from uh, Jack. Jack said, uh, hey, Bill, I think that Justin Fields is going to be a better quarterback this year than a lot of people are going to realize. He can also pass the football. He's just not as accurate as, say, Aaron Rodgers or Jared Goff. Uh, he's by no means a Kirk Cousins. But if he can just be a good quarterback and a great runner, he will always have that option and ability. Yeah, but... I understand. You're probably a Bears fan. I understand that, and I'm. I, I you can't take that away from him. Lamar Jackson has made a living off of it. The problem I have with it is if I'm management in Chicago, I, I as much of a threat he is to run, and he will throughout the season, it's not that you're going to completely take that away, but it's that every time he gets out of the pocket, he's a runner, and the rules of a quarterback then go away. They can hit him. They can hit him. They can hit him in a way that he normally wouldn't be hit if he were in the pocket as a quarterback because he's now a ball carrier. And I don't want my franchise quarterback exposed to the rigors of the NFL if he can avoid it. I want him to be a quarterback first and a runner second. And right now, at least up until today, He's kind of been a runner first. He's been a, a running back first and a quarterback second. And that's, while it's been successful to his, you know, to his progress and the enthusiasm of fans to say, okay, we have a legit guy that can actually be a weapon now. It has won. It hasn't equated to a ton of wins, but he has shown the ability to have um, the guts, so to speak, to do it. But I also have seen him get hurt. And if like I said, if I'm a bears fan if I'm you know if I'm Luke Getsy down there as the quarterbacks coach and the offensive coordinator, I don't want to see him exposed to that I just don't just don't want to see it happen eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy if uh, you have something to say, please go ahead and say it um what else do we have uh <laughs> Just kind of go through some of, this, some of this. Some of it I read, and then it gets into some other stuff. Thomas says, in preseason, very vanilla defenses. No game planning specifics. The regular season will be the real test. Jordan Love has looked good so far. Uh, he has come a long way. He has. And 100% statement correct, Thomas. 100%. they Once they start specifically scheming for him, uh, that's when... That's when you're going to find out how good he actually is, and hopefully he's good. Al says, "How are weight rooms supposed to smell?" Talking about the Badgers thing from the last hour, um, you all the, the weight rooms always have a certain distinct smell to them, but when they're old and they have not been refurbished in years, it, the word "smell" no longer coincides. The term "funk." begins <laughs> to, to come about you know you have uh let's say your local gym most gyms like i i, I belong to a local gym and when i walk in there they're always vacuuming there's they're always misting they're always spraying stuff down with disinfectant and and they do that with you know student assistance and such in college don't get me wrong but in college you're in there all the time and it's guys that are in there hardcore it's not somebody just walking on a treadmill reading a book That very rarely happens, okay. Unless of course you've got exams or something that you're studying for, so it's different. So in college, you have unless they put that that real thick paint over the cinder blocks. You know what I'm talking about? It's almost like a plastic. That thick paint that goes on and it's got that distinct smell. So for about six months, it'll smell like that, and then after that, it'll start to fade. And then guys, you know, every now and then, I'm not saying people don't do it or do do it, but we all know, we've all been to the gym, there are people that don't wipe down machines, or one guy jumps in after another guy, and then it starts to, you know, kind of build the embodiment of nastiness, and it, it, guys are guys, man, It's it can get, it can get kind of boof, it can get kind of nasty in there, so gyms in colleges for specifically for football teams are different than going to your local gym. Just saying, uh, let's do this. We're going to step out. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back and uh, get more into some, uh, you know, some other stuff regarding the NFC North and don't forget coming up in less than 15 minutes, left less than 15 minutes. We're going to talk with Dan Miller, the voice of the Detroit lions. Are the lions ready for the mantle of success? Are the Lions ready for the mantle of success? That's the question. We'll talk to Dan about that coming up here in just a short bit. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Great Lakes Drag Great Lakes Drag still racing, still running. Union Grove, Wisconsin, the oldest continuously operating track in the world. They've been dragging it down there for a long, long, long time. Season passes uh, for next year, the 2024 season. They're on sale now. Plus, they still have some great weekends down there, going all the way into a Rocktoberfest when they get into the October month, and they're still running live down there. GreatLakesDragAway.com. That's GreatLakesDragAway.com. Pick a lane, head down there, whoop we'll ass if they got the need for speed. That's our friends at Great Lakes Dragway. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michaels Show on the Wisconsin
1: Sports Zone Radio Network.
0: He, a biker himself, as a matter of fact. He also uh, is the guy that put me in my home. He is uh, one hell of a realtor. And if you're looking for somebody to work with, whether it's in Milwaukee County, Waukesha, Ozaukee, anywhere around the area, you can always track him down. Mikey Whitcomb, 414-243-1976. 414-243-1976. That's uh, our friends at Exit Realty, Mikey Whitcomb. Good guy good guy um the <laughs> uh, let's see here um, trying to read some of the stuff going on over in the uh, in the live stream this is uh also from mark via email he says it's not just Jordan love it's going to be the young wide receivers as well they have to run the right routes have to be in the right place at the right time and catch the football there's a lot going on. For the success and failure of Jordan Love, we we talked about that too. It's you're one hundred percent correct. You're one hundred percent correct. The ability for him to um, the ability for him to have success is going to be on not just his throwing arm and not just the play calling, but it's the rookies. It's, it's the, I shouldn't even say rookies. It could be the second year guys too. It's going to be the second year guys. It's how do I put this? Um, if Christian Watson develops and he can go up and get a ball on a 50, 50 ball at the apex, he's going to come down with, that's going to benefit Jordan love. If you've got the young guys that catch the ball first before they run. It's going to benefit Jordan Love. I I'm worried. About, I want his completion percentage above 63 ish or better, right? That's it. Sixty three percent or better, somewhere in there. The boy, that's 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 deep, man. Because when you think about, I, I said this at the beginning uh, of say the Jordan Love regime, right? The Jordan Love era, I should say. I'm not going to judge Jordan Love's season on wins and losses. I'm going to judge Jordan Love's season on what the eyeball says. Because if he, if, if say he ends up with 25 touchdowns but 16 picks, but really you go back and you look and you're like, man, seven or eight of those picks, you know, bounced off the hands of the receiver. Um, they bounced off the hands of, you know, the, the tight ends, the new tight ends, he would have had more touchdowns had it not been for a couple of drops in the end zone, you know, stuff like that. You, you got to look at that and go, okay, that's, that's not his fault. He did what he was supposed to do. And what I've been impressed with so far has been his ability to be on the run And to put the ball in the place that only his guys can get it. If you go back and watch his first two preseason games, that to me is where he's grown the most. He's not just winging it. But now he's putting it in a place where his guys can get it. And the only, even if a defender gets a hand on it, they're not coming down with it. Unless it's some spectacular play. That's that's what I'm looking for out of jordan love that's where i see the growth out of jordan love we're going to talk with dan miller the voice of the lions coming up here in about five minutes so stay tuned for that we're gonna we're gonna ask him are are the lions ready are the lions ready are they picking up where they left off last year remember jamal williams not with the team he moved on he's now with uh the saints i believe and when jamal williams was kind of even when he was here, he was that really likable guy. He was the guy that remember they did a whole feature on him on Fox on his dancing and the energy that he brings to that team. Can one guy affect a team? Can one guy affect a team when he's not there anymore? You know, that presence not being there. We'll ask and again, it's Jamal Williams. He's a running back. Jared Goff had a successful season last year. Omra St. Brown had a successful lead season last year. How have they upgraded? They now have a run game. There's a lot of excitement in Detroit. So we'll talk to him about that coming up here in just a little bit. Got Dan Miller, the voice of the Lions. He is going to be joining us. Coming up next on the Bill Michaels Show. Hey, coming up this weekend, there's a ride for uh, a motorcycle ride for Camp Timberley. And Camp Timberley is a burn camp for kids. And for kids that have all sustained burns in one way, shape, or form, okay, that are scarred for the rest of their lives. And it's a place for kids to go who all have the same thing. That way they can look at each other in the exact same light. And for while other kids may make fun of them or talk about them or what have you, these kids can all just kind of be, there, be themselves. And it's a tremendous camp. It was failing, uh, not because it just wasn't a good camp, but it just it takes a lot of money to run it. And so Greg Cunis. And the family from CUNIS Automotive and CUNIS RV took it over. They bought it. And their first-ever motorcycle ride, they've been doing fundraisers for Camp Timberley in conjunction with the Professional Firefighters Association. They've got a ride this weekend coming up. And our friends at CUNIS RV, CUNIS Automotive, all in on it. And if you can support them in any way, shape, or form, all you got to do is go to shopcunis.com, shopcunis.com. And uh, you can find out more information in many different facets about Camp Timberly, which is something near and dear to their heart. And uh, we're going to be there as well. So good stuff from our friends at Cunis RV, Cunis Automotive. And whether you're looking for trucks or commercial in Madison, Stoughton, Barneveld, Elkhorn, Lake Geneva, Platteville, or any of the RV dealerships all over the state of Wisconsin, go to shop, S H O P, shopcunis.com. Bill Michaels show coming up. And Dan Miller, the voice of the Detroit Lions. Are they ready to wear the crown? more coming up right after this
1: covering wisconsin sports like a blanket this is
0: the bill Michael show on the wisconsin sports radio network show we continue on that uh, if you're watching on the live stream that is where we're going to do the show tomorrow right there that uh, got the camera set up had to run the wire outside but got it uh, so tomorrow 98 degrees it is the f the heat show we're going to grill out tomorrow we're going to hang at the tiki bar tomorrow we're going to drink beverages smoke cigars and do the show that's the way we're doing the show tomorrow right then and there uh in the meantime are they ready for the crown that is the Detroit Lions, a voice of the Lions, our own Dan Miller, our buddy, is hanging out with us today. Dan, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? We're good. Uh, the biggest question, uh, you know, everybody has, you know, because uh, people either pick Minnesota or Detroit to win the division. And the question always is, I think Detroit's ready, but do they turn back into Detroit? You know, that's kind of like the hesitation for a lot of people. You tell me, with what they've done in the offseason, they've upped the run game. Obviously, Jared Goff played spectacular football last year, put up really good numbers. Is this team ready to grab the crown?
1: Well, I think that's the same question a lot of people here are asking is, you know, are they really ready to take this step, or are they going to disappoint a fan base that's been disappointed many times? Look, I, this is a good team. Um, they were good at the end of last year and a lot of young guys coming to their own they made some improvements during the offseason which I think were significant in particular in the secondary and I, I think we're all going to find out together but uh, you know I think in some ways this thought that they're the favorites in the NFC North is a reflection yes of them but I think it's also a reflection of the other teams having questions obvious questions in Green Bay and in Chicago and Minnesota with that defense that was, problematic last year and not having Thielen, not having Cook. So, um, as, as I've said before, you know, maybe the Lions just have fewer questions than everybody else, but there's nothing saying those other teams can't
0: answer their question. The biggest addition to this team in the offseason is what?
1: Uh, helping the secondary, getting Cam Sutton, getting C.J. Gardner-Johnson, really just turning over that whole group, getting Tracy Walker back from an um, uh, Achilles injury, and I think it's just it's a much more reliable group than what they tried to piece together last year through injuries and guys who really didn't play up to what their expectations were. And I think couple that with a defensive line that is healthier uh, and has some young guys they hope will take the next step. So defensive line is always going to help the secondary. And I think that they feel like their defense can take a significant step forward from where it was a year ago. But the, look, those questions are out there. That's, that might look good on paper, but you got to you got to do it. And I think that's that's one of the things that we're all waiting to see here. Is you know, okay, they're better. Can they stop the run? Uh, they've been bad the last two years, bad the last three, four years. So it's it's a matter of going out and and getting it done. But I think it's easy to see on paper where they've improved this defense.
0: The offense, they lose Jamal Williams, and it was interesting because of the the piece uh, on Fox that was done about Jamal and the dancing and the energy that he brings and the smile that he brings and, uh, you know, the fun, the looseness that he brings to that team. How much can that guy or the loss of that guy affect the team and that, that energy, that looseness?
1: Well, it can. Uh, I think you can make the case that C.J. Gardner-Johnson has come in and kind of assumed that role. He is... Really, the the voice of this team, even though he's only been here three or four months, he's 25 years old. He's been places in this league, including the Super Bowl. He is uh, he's just from day one, just kind of been a talker out there on the field and, and a guy that other people follow. So yeah, I think he can assume some of that role. I think, look, Jamal was huge for this football team. He was huge for this team in terms of you know helping them kind of find their confidence, find their voice. But I think it also came down to what can they do to improve this team, and I think they felt like Montgomery gave them more options, and the tandem of Montgomery and Gibbs gave them potentially a little bit more than Williams and Swift, Swift's problem being basically availability where he was hurt a lot.
0: I like what Jared Goff did last season. I guess the next question is how do you replicate, duplicate that all over again or expound upon it?
1: Yeah, I think you – Go in understanding that you can't go back and, and start over right where you were. You have to do what made you successful last year. Look, when they were 1-6, they were turning the ball over. They were committing a lot of penalties. They were doing things that if you do it this league, it's going to make it really hard to win. Uh, when they went 8-2 and two to close the season, they stopped turning the ball over. They were number one in the NFL with the fewest turnovers last year. They started taking the ball away at a much higher rate than they had early in the season. So right there, biggest indicator of winning and losing in the NFL, turnover rate. And they were winning that. Uh, and I think you saw some young players come into their own towards the end of last year. I think Golf was more careful with the football. Um, 324 straight passes without an interception. I mean, look, he's not going to be perfect. That's not going to happen again. So I, I just think you need to continue to take what this offense gives you. Um, they've got weapons, I think there's some questions at wide receiver right now that they're trying to sort through, but it's still a team built around an offensive line, which is one of the best three or four offensive lines in this league, so uh, not much has changed offensively in terms of expectations, but some of the faces have, and sometimes that means there'll be a period of transition, so you know, look, we're going to get a real good indication right off the bat playing against Kansas City, but uh, to your point, golf was terrific last year, and they needed to continue to do that. It's very hard to win in this league if you don't have a quarterback playing at a high level.
0: I, I really like uh, the fact that last year there was guys that came into Lambeau Field. They knew they weren't going to make it to the postseason, but they came in with a chip on their shoulder. Can you, and Granted, it was some of the things that Aaron Rodgers had said about you know the meeting earlier and previously about how we shouldn't have lost to that team. Guys took offense to that. So they had that, that chip. It's also kind of a reflection of the mentality of Dan Campbell, right?
1: Oh, I don't think there's any doubt. I think he's kind of instilled that in this team. And, you know, from day one, he has been exactly what this organization needed in the way that he approaches things, and the way that, that he has expressed to the fans where he wanted to go and not that he was going to um, – it wasn't going to be easy. It was going to be hard work. But, you know, he had been here as a player and he understood a little bit about Detroit, and I think he was able to connect with people in that regard. So, uh, look, I I think he has been the perfect fit. Brad Holmes has been the perfect fit, and I think that uh, as you see that, um, it still has to turn into victories. They haven't done anything yet. They haven't been to the playoffs. They haven't won a playoff game. So those are the things that you have to do to take that next step. So far, everything's been good. This regime has been terrific. They, they're on an upward trajectory, but that that has to continue. And I think that's kind of the, okay, just go do it attitude that, that is here in Detroit is, yeah, all this talk is great, but you have to go do
0: it. What do you think uh, this team needs to do to really kind of establish themselves early on? You want to get wins, yes, but is there something specific you're looking for to say, you know what, this is how I know this team? Because we saw it happen with the Packers years ago, Aaron Rodgers' first year. They get uh, to a certain point, then they get a couple of wins, they get to 8-8, and they get a little postseason taste, and then they go on to a Super Bowl. Sometimes you got to walk before you run. Last year I thought that was the walking. Now it's time to start running. What does this team need to do early on to kind of say, okay, yeah, we're for real?
1: Yeah, I think they need to show that that they're where they were last year in terms of not turning the ball over, not making the type of mistakes the Lions have made for years which made it easier for other teams to beat them. Play good football. Put yourself in a position to win. Uh, handle adversity. Find a way to uh, get by when things start to stack up against you, which you know traditionally this team hasn't done. So defensively, I'm looking to see early on, can they stop the run? They haven't done a good job of that in a couple of years now. If this team is stopping the run, and putting the onus on the other team to pass and getting them in, in advantageous down-at-distance situations, then all of a sudden I think you got guys on this team and, and Kirby Joseph and T.J. Gardner-Johnson that can make plays on the ball and go out there and, and you know take it away from teams like they did last year. So I think defensively, again, let's look for the improvement. Let's look for them stopping the run. I think offensively, pick up where you left off last year, this was a top-five scoring offense. Are you putting points on the board? and not turning it over. And then, you know, big picture, just, man, just go out there and look like a good team. Go out there. And, you know, for a long time when the Lions won a game, it was like they just squeaked by. Um, go out there and, and I'm not saying dominating because, uh, you know, games in this league are close. That's the way it is. But find a way to win those games. Find a way to be the team that, that doesn't make the last mistake. And I think that's, that shows you that things are different in Detroit.
0: Uh, real quick before I let you go, and I you know, I would assume that a lot of Lions fans are kind of the same as the Bears fans and the Vikings fans of, whoo, no more of this 30 years of Hall of Fame quarterback playing Green Bay. We all are now on equal playing fields. You know, Do you kind of get that sense like, okay, not only did we play good last year, but Rodgers is now gone. Now the, the division's up for the taking.
1: Yeah, I think there's some of that. But look, none of us know what, what Jordan Love is. I have no idea how good he is. He might be really good. So, I mean, yes. Clearly, everybody's thrilled that Aaron Rodgers is gone. He is, you know, torn everybody's heart out and stomped on it numerous times. So, nothing but incredible respect for the way he plays the game and, and week after week goes out there and finds a way to win and, you know, has a track record of success. So, um, look, I'm, I don't think you're going to find anybody in Detroit that misses him, uh, but I think you'll find a lot of people that respect what he did. So, uh, does that mean the division's wide open? Well, Minnesota won the division last year. So, you know, we also got to think about them, and I still think they're going to have something to say about this thing. Their defense stunk last year. If they can get a little bit better there, they'll get the best wide receiver in football probably, and a quarterback that can sling it, and they'll still run the ball okay. So I anticipate that that this division will again be tough. I'm not buying into this. You know, everybody else is down, and the Lions are up, so it should be the Lions' year you to have to go out there and earn it. And that's just the way it is in this league. Nothing is given to you. Nothing. We'd be stupid to think that anything's just going to be given to us in Detroit because it hasn't been and we haven't taken it in a long time.
0: Give me the uh, thoughts of Dan Miller when he lays his head on his pillow at night calling suddenly playoff football.
1: <laughs> oh man. I mean, Look, you and it's it's I have just, talked a long time, I mean, my friend. Yeah, it's just it's just overdue and not just playoff football not just getting there but winning a playoff game getting a playoff game at Ford Field which they've never had um, just you know doing things good teams do and doing things that, that you see other cities do you know year after year or every couple of years or whatever it is you know it, it, it's time that that we perform like that and it shouldn't be that hard you know it's a it's a series of good decisions to put your roster in a position to do it but Man, I would love to see it for these fans. I'd love to see it for what would do for this city and, and you know, just people that deserve it that have been heartbroken for a long time. So, um, yeah, I do think about it because I do think this team is good. But I also understand what I think doesn't matter, what it looks like on paper doesn't matter. All that matters is you only get 17 cracks at this thing and you better be ready to take advantage of more, you know, get get yourself the 10, 11, 12 win, something like that.
0: Dan, always a pleasure, my friend. I appreciate you joining us for a couple of minutes, and we'll talk throughout the season, okay? Anytime, Bill. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, bud. Talk to you soon. There you go. That is Dan Miller, the voice of the Detroit Lions, and I'll tell you this, um, and and I've talked to Dan for years and years and years and years and years, and, you know, there's a couple of people in this league that I wish the best for, you know, and uh, – I. <laughs> I, have always said, I think Arthur Blank is an incredibly nice guy just you know, Atlanta was so close years ago and they weren't able to close and then it's been nothing but disaster ever since. And I feel for him. There's a few people that you really look at that you're, that are your friends that you hope do well. Uh, Dan's one of them. (laughs) You know, I, I'd love to see uh, Dan be able to have some success. Um, You know, don't get me wrong. He's got a great job, does a great job for the Detroit Lions, but, uh, at some point, man, you just, some of these guys that have been toiling away in anonymity when it comes to, uh, wins and losses for their team, you just, you just wish the best for, uh, so Dan Miller, the voice of the Lions, longtime voice of the Lions. You hope that, uh, you know, if, if it can't be the Packers, maybe it's the Lions, right? Maybe it's the Lions. So anyway, uh, 877 867 1670 If you, uh, have something to say, say it, bring it. We would love to hear from you. And uh, we'll get uh, kind of a, a a thought when we come back. Stay tuned. This portion of the program brought to you by our good friends over there at the water doctors and H to the letter O doctors dot com. H to the letter O doctors dot com. Uh, Dan and his staff are John. Are, are, uh, John Attlee and his staff are great. And they uh, are going to bes- not only support the motorcycle ride, but they're going to do some volunteer work. Uh, they're a big part of the uh, post-ride event, uh, being uh, the stage sponsor this year. And the Kinetico water softening system, when you get down to the brass tacks of just what it is they do, it's the, they're second to none. The water softening system they have, the Kinetico, is there's nothing better. It's just that good. I've had them, too. I know from experience there is nothing better than them. There is no reason you shouldn't get a hold of them. H2, the letter O, h2odoctors.com. That is h2odoctors.com. And even if they're not in your area, they can find somebody for you who is. So get a hold of them. h 20 odoctorscom That's h2odoctors.com. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Night last night we had a uh, a fun podcast last night on the motorcycle ride page, uh, and immediately many of you responded, and it's it's awesome. We're kind of back to where we were a year ago, when we set an all-time record for motorcycles and participants in the ride for Fisher House, Wisconsin, for our veterans, uh, military members, and their families, and whether they're wounded or they're being treated at the VA or they just need the support of their families. That's what it's kind of all about, and that's the reason we ride on Sunday, September 3rd. Uh, For all the information, go to Facebook.com slash Big Unit Poker Run. Big Unit Poker Run. And you can see all the information there. But um, the weather continues to look good. Uh, Every day I check it. Every day I get uh, a note on it. They're still saying, you know, 80 degrees and sunny. So it's, it's awesome. There's uh, rain like two days before and two days after, but the stretch that uh, they're looking at right now and less than two weeks away is a pretty good stretch of weather. So knock on wood that that holds up and say a prayer, but uh, it is going to be a great day. We have uh, had two announcements yesterday. Tim Duffy, the firefighter who rode his Harley-Davidson into the towers during 9-11 and has been in the area before, and many of you know, uh, Tim has decided to come from New Jersey to ride with us and be a part of this. Uh, he feels that strongly about it. And then uh, Jesse James Dupree from the band Jackal and Jesse James Spirits and such and so many things that he's involved in. Uh, he's been with us the last seven, six or seven years, and I didn't think he'd make it this year. And then last Friday night uh, he texted me and said, I'm going to be on the ride, let's rock. And that was all I needed, man. That's the energy. Sometimes it's just something simple like that, that that guy feels – you know, they'll take time out of their touring schedule to come here and be a part of something like this. And I was asked last night on the, on the live stream, are we paying them? No, not at all. Uh, and I've always, and that's one thing about this motorcycle ride, 100% of all the money raised by you, the riders and those who buy the poker hands and such, 100, all that money goes right back into the house. There is not a dime taken out for any other expense. We have some sponsors that take care of that, that have stepped up. People like Veterans America, Water Doctors, uh, Smoke on the Water, uh, and uh, uh, out there in Okachi, our friends at Stoley's Hog Alley, um, Bud Light, uh, who has been with us uh, since the beginning, uh, 16 years our relationship with Bud Light uh, has been there, and they've been great. Pottawatomie Hotel Casino, they all stepped up and said, whatever the expenses are, we'll take care of it because we want all the money to go to the to the military members, veterans and their families. So, uh, and I'm very proud of that because that, there's not another ride out there that can say that, that has paid to you know to other entities, whether it's printing or signage or whatever. It's all either donated or paid for by a sponsor. And that's it. Uh, so uh, we're, we're excited about this. Again, Sunday, September 3rd. Every type of motorcycle is welcome, and we start at the Harley-Davidson Museum. So that's where it begins this year. Please go to the Harley-Davidson Museum, and we've got a lot of great details we uh, unveiled last night. I highly recommend you go check out the video over there, facebook.com slash run, and you can see for yourself. Coming up in the next hour, uh, at the bottom of the next hour, we're going to talk with Chuck Freeman from the Locked on Brewers podcast. Well, the real Milwaukee Brewers? Please stand up as they get ready to uh, take on the Minnesota Twins tonight at American Family Field. A hot one coming up tomorrow for a day game as well. So that's going to happen at the bottom of the next hour. We'll talk a little bit more about this Packers team and about the division. Uh, Great to talk to Dan Miller. Also, next, Matt LaFleur. Matt LaFleur, the uh, Packers are back at it today. You're going to hear from the head coach of the Green Bay Packers coming up next. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show right after this.